Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hey, you guys, it's Anna David, the host of Light Hustler, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm so glad that you are. Uh, Today's episode is from the great Eddie Pepitone. He is performing live in my storytelling show, which he has before. There's really nothing that comes out of this man's mouth that isn't hilarious. So if you don't know who he is, that will change momentarily unless you stop listening, which would be crazy. And if you do know who he is, then you're pretty excited right now. I, I do I do screw up his introduction at the actual show, which you're about to hear. So just to give credit where credit is due, he is considered a comedian's comedian, um, a cult favorite. And he's been on kind of every show in the world. He's been on Conan O'Brien. He was uh, a first-round contestant during the last season of Last Comic Standing. He's been on Chappelle's show, The King of Queens, Happy Endings, Flight of the Concords, Two Broke Girls. It goes on and on and on. And I am just so delighted and honored that he uh, even does my show. It's um, So yeah, by the way, I'm the CEO of Light Hustler, company that helps creatives share their stories. And uh, yeah, and, and this is the show that happens the, la- the fourth Friday of every month can be very confusing to me. If there are five Fridays in a month, I always thought it was the last Friday of every month. And then I learned the hard way that was not true. Um, Speaking of Light Hustler and helping creatives share their dark to find their light, I have a new Facebook group that is all about teaching people all the things I had to learn the hard way on my road to becoming a, you know, New York Times bestselling author of six books. Jesus. Um, so please come join us there. Uh, my coaching program is called All the Right Moves. And for you to get to the group, just type into your handy Google window that you can open or you can open right now or later, alltherightmoves.net slash group. Write as in writing. So it's A L L. T-H-E-W-R-I-T-E dot net slash group. I can't wait to see you there. And with that, I give you Eddie Pepitone. Our closer needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one briefly. He's been on uh, like every television show known to man. He um, uh, he w- was on Last Comic Standing. He's been on Sarah Silverman. Um, he there's a documentary made about him called The Bitter Buddha. And uh, do you still have your uh, podcast, Eddie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he has an amazing podcast called Pep Talks. He is uh, an American treasure. It's Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> 
Hello, I'm, a, I'm an American treasure. <laughs> that, that's how I introduce myself in AA. Hi, I'm an American treasure and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, American treasure. I, um, I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, I always, I, I, I've always felt inferior uh, wherever I am. You know what I mean? Like, I've always felt like I'm not good enough. And I actually do that to myself in AA. Does anybody else do this? Like, I'm like, fuck, this guy's got a great story. Anybody do that? And I'm like, you know, I'm in his bottom. He was eating, eating the asses out of seven dwarves in Ralph's, in Ralph's, in, in the rock and roll Ralph's bright lights. Just he had seven dwarves stacked on each other. And my, my bottom, like, my bottom is like, you know, you know, just smoking a lot of weed. I'm just, I was just a big, miserable pothead. And I would just smoke a lot of weed and, you know, I, it would be like weed and Nutella <laughs> and, and like NyQuil, like, and like watching Ballers. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ballers, but Ballers is funny. It's a, f it's a funny word and that's why I did it for you. You fucking people need to be lifted up. I, w I, wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't watch Ballers. I, I have too much self-respect. Isn't it... You know what's funny about being so... Because I would smoke weed. Like, with weed, I would be like... I would be like, you know, such an addict with weed. I would be like... Like I was going to CVS, and I'd be like, Oh, CVS. This will be a pisser if I get high. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. I was going there for tape, like scotch tape. I was like, if I get fucking high, if I get high, it's going to be fucking awesome. You know? You know how if I, oh, man. I used to perform high, too. And um, that could go either way. Like... Like I would sometimes, I would get in this zone and I would have no filter and I'd be really funny. Other times I remember just whispering my set. Like the whole set in front of a huge crowd. In front of a huge crowd, the whole set like, I'd be like, and I, anybody, anybody like to run up to people and just go, and I thought it was hilarious in my head, but nobody was laughing and I was high. And if you're a stand, if you're a comic and nobody's laughing, that's equivalent to just getting stabbed in the nuts over and over. It's like, because you live, you live for laughter. You know, it's a sad existence, but it is what it is. Like you, you just, that, that's all I do. I drive around LA and the rest of the country just wanting people's approval. <laughs> like, I'm like, I gotta find parking. I gotta get strangers to love me on Fairfax and Beverly. 
because like every every good addict, I I I, I grew up in a um, unloving household. I guess I guess though, I guess those uh, you'd be an addict, whatever. Like you know, you could have loving parents, and you're like, fuck it, I'm gonna throw that away. But I had a great excuse. <laughs> Right? There's a bunch of you had loving parents and you were still like, fuck it, I'm gonna... I feel abused somehow. <laughs> I feel abused by this. Don't fucking, you're suffocating me, mother. Oh. Oh, I love you. Come on. Love went out a long time ago. Love went out with Vietnam. It did, it did. Love went out with Vietnam. I'm old enough to remember the Vietnam War. Um, and my mother and father used to have uh, posters, like anti-war posters, like, I don't know, I forget what they said. It was like one of those sayings, like, love is not good for any uh, living beings or something like that. <laughs> We're, the reason I'm laughing is because, you know, that, that kind of sentiment, but meanwhile, in their own household, I was like the enemy. Like, you know what I mean? Like. I, I, I was like the Fiat Con, like I, like my, my father, Sicilian lunatic, not really an alcoholic, but a rage, like just like he was rageful. My mother just dark, dark, bipolar, depressed, and I would just kind of, I would get up and I would have a schematic of the house and I would plan out how to get love. I would play, it would like a bank heist, how to get love. I'd be like, all right, let's see. It's a brilliant premise! And I got fucking people staring at me! The fuck is that? I didn't just throw this outfit together tonight. I took time for you people. This isn't thrown together willy-nilly. This is planned out with the help of the internet and a fashion designer friend who recently took his own life. No, I... <laughs> but I used to plan how to get love and... And I, you know, it's just fucked up when, when your parents, for whatever reason, just fucking hate you. What the fuck? I mean, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I would always point out to my father, I'm on your side. <laughs> You fucking had me. We're in the same family. The fuck is going on? <laughs> but you know, I just, and then I just started smoking pot at a, at a young age, you know, I was, um, I was uh, one and a half, no I'm kidding. What, isn't that funny though, you hear that kids are like using earlier and earlier, wouldn't it be funny if you know, you're just, you're just an addict at like seven months? <laughs> you're like walking, it, you're crawling around, looking for roaches on the carpet. <laughs> Imagine being a seven month old stoner. You're just masturbating to like, what are the cartoons? I don't know. What's the blob cartoon? Whatever, the blob, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like the shit, what? Spo no, 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 not SpongeBob. I know the fuck who does SpongeBob's voice and I don't like him. I don't like successful people. Anybody else hate successful people? 
You know what I mean? Like I liked my friend until he got the SpongeBob gig. And now he goes all over the world and he has a lot of money. And I'm like, you've changed, buddy. <laughs> used to be salt to the earth. We used to cry together. And now you're out fucking south of France with your SpongeBob money. You piece of shit. That show sucks, by the way. I've never seen it. You ever review movies, but your, your friends are in them, and you're like, what a piece of shit. You've never... Fuck, but you know, you know. Hollywood comedies, all my comedian friends, if, when they're in a Hollywood comedy, I'm like, ah, good for you. What a piece of shit. That is, that, what a fucking piece of shit. I've become, uh, you know, in sobriety, and this isn't to scare any anyone away from sobriety, but I've become a bigger and bigger failure. It's amazing. And I'm like stone cold sober. You know what I mean? But it's like, I, I still self-sabotage. Anybody else is self-sabotage? Like, you know, I still self-sabotage myself no matter how many Eckhart Tolle tapes I listen to. You know, I'm like, I'm going into auditions going, I'm just fucking consciousness. I'm just pure consciousness. I have no, I am not, because Eckhart Tolle and like that Eastern philosophy stuff is like all about, you know, everything is created. Like our stories, like our egos are just bullshit. Like our history, like on the planet is bullshit. Like you're not Eddie Pepitone born in Brooklyn. Not to brag of that kind of lifestyle. You're not... Eddie Pepitone, born in Brooklyn, you know, with two uh, parents who didn't love you, and then you became a comedian. No, 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 no. You're just pure consciousness. And I go into these auditions like that, breathing. I'll be like, you know, meditating in my car. The car I have a 2006 Honda Element, not to brag. And <laughs> it's a beautiful little machine. Oh, I drive around this town going, I'm in my element. It's a great, like, double entendre. At least I haven't gotten to the point, you know, have you ever seen actors who, who like, advertise for themselves on their cars? You know, they should just hang themselves. <laughs> No, there is a point. By the way, I know suicide isn't, but at some point, you know when you should get rid of yourself. <laughs> and that's one of them. Because people argue against suicide, but sometimes it's the appropriate <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> the dark laughter is, the, I'm up here to provide you with catharsis. You know what I mean? I don't really have any stories, you, you know, like great stories you heard tonight, uh, Amy Dresner, that, I mean, I couldn't do meth. I'd be dead within, seriously, I, you know, shooting cocaine, I would be so dead so quickly. I have panic attacks. I have anybody else panic? I have fucking 
panic attacks uh, in, sobri in sobriety, and I recently went on Zoloft, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> Some of your sponsors aren't into that. No, what do you mean? You gotta face this shit head on. <laughs> Chemical imbalance, bullshit. Read page 62. <laughs> All right, I read it. I'm a little more nervous now. What did you read? 62. No, 86, you idiot. That's the old version of the book. But I do recommend Zoloft. It's, it's calmed me down a lot, and I, I have more energy. Like, I'm, I'm like doing things. You know, because I was crying. Anybody just go through crying jags? But like crying, look, I'm talking to a room full of you idiots. Of course you have. Just crying, Jack. You ever just wake up and you, you like see anything? Like see, you see anything like, oh. <laughs> the paper towels. You know what I mean? Like fucking paper towels. They're so selfless. They, they clean things and. <laughs> I, I fucking, I mean, I can't believe these paper towels. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, oh. And I have two little rescue dogs, and they break my fucking heart. And I figured out it's because I feel like they're my, they're like, they're like manifestations of, like, my fear. You know what I mean? Like, they're too, don't judge me. I'm a very well-known comedian who has a two-bedroom apartment in North Hollywood. <laughs> That's the sad truth. I, I really, I really shouldn't, I should have a house at this point in my life. Instead, I have a two-bedroom apartment and a lot of clever t-shirts. You know what I mean? You ever meet a guy who just has clever t-shirts, but nothing really else? You know what I mean? How do you keep going? I always ask myself, how do I keep going? How do I keep going in the face of all that I live? You know what I mean? Like, just waking up in North Hollywood, the sun, the sun can go fuck itself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand people out here how they, they love the weather. I've now been in LA 15 years and I'm getting shit lanced off my body. Look at it, this is a, this is a fucking dermatolo- Like, there's never a fucking cloud. It's like this light, it's like, I just wake up and I, and I have to take my dogs out. Again, not to brag, I have that kind of lifestyle that I have things that depend on me. I never had kids, which, you know, thank fucking Christ, but, <laughs> but it is kind of an empty, you know what I mean? I've been married for, I don't know, seven years or something like that, and, and I was with her, for, so it's 12 years we've been together, and it's hard. When you've been with someone 12 years and you're living together, what do you talk, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just make up shit now to keep it interesting, like to keep a sexual tension. I'm like, did you, I'll, I'll say stuff like, did you hear that? And there's nothing. But I want some kind of tension in the relationship so we can make love, 
you know, make love. That's a strong word. I mean, a strong phrase for what we do. You know what I mean? We satisfy each other so we can do laundry or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we satisfy each other. We know what each other likes. I like to be told I'm a piece of shit while getting a hand job. That's me. I don't hurt anybody. I don't hurt anybody with that. I wanna be told that I never reach my potential while someone has a glove on jerking me off. Is, there, is that a problem? I don't think that's illegal except in Arkansas. Me and my, you know when you first get together with somebody, when you first get together with somebody, it's very hot for a while. It was, it was hot, we were like rubbing, and this is kind of funny, we were rubbing like cherry pies on each other, on our genital, like, that's hot, or not, but let's just say we kept Marie Callender in the black for a while. Baby, I'm going to get a coconut cream. Let's put on Game of Thrones with the coconut cream pie. We used to watch porn together. I mean, that was kind of hot. And now my wife is like, no more fucking porn. You know, it's sexual slavery, all this stuff. And I'm like, you're fucking right about that. You always have to agree with you if you want to live together. You know what I mean? You can't be like, no, God damn it. Even though my therapist tells me to stand up for myself. Not in, this, not in this instance, but it'd be like, no, God damn it. You know I love bondage pornography in the morning. I do. I love when people are shackled. You know, when I'm eating my breakfast and on one screen, when she's away, uh, eating... On uh, one screen is bondage pornography and the, and the other is the latest hurricane. Like, I love, hur I love the destructiveness of hurricane. Like, like, I'm disappointed this hurricane season. And there's one right now that's going to level Hawaii, fingers crossed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anybody else like that shit? Like, you're nowhere near it. You're like, oh, this is going to be good TV. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. I... In my sobriety, I have no moral center. And I have no moral center. I've become more nihilistic, nihilistic, something like that. And it's fucked up because, you know, the book and the program is like, you know, just be of service. Be of service and, you know, love, you know, love everybody. And I'm watching Hurricane Lane today just going, please hit Maui. And I've been to Maui, and it's gorgeous. If you've never been to Maui, please go. It only costs like eight grand for a week. God, you're lucky to see me. Um, let me just see. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it. Um, that was an effortless 20 minutes. I'm doing, I'm doing uh, Yuckaholics, by the way. Do you guys ever go... I'm gonna do Yuckaholics and it's even dark, it's so much darker than this because I have like 3,000 people there 
And I'm like, I fax my amends to people. Like I do shit like that. Like I fuck with everybody in Yuckaholics. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna stack the chairs and that's gonna keep me sober in the face of being unemployed three years. Go clean an ashtray. That'll keep you so, but I kid, I kid all you people who have commitments. <laughs> uh, but I'll end, I'll, I'll end with this. I hate fucking magicians. I hate them. They, they, they all have this long stringy black hair and they're all doing shit like, ooh, the quarter, the quarter got bigger. The quarter got bigger. The quarter got bigger. Hey, magician, who gives a fuck? You wanna do a trick? Make me feel safe in this world. All right, everybody, thank you very much. <laughs>